0: Welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I am your host, David Valliere. And today we're joined once again by Norton Stern. Norton, welcome back to the show.
2: It's good to be here. Thanks for having me,
1: David. And last time we had this great conversation on what I kind of call perspectives, a history of the markets, looking back at your 50-year career and talking about times in the market that were really challenging. In recent conversations on the podcast, a couple of weeks ago, we met with Jordan Andrusiak and John McCarran, kind of an introductory level, a conversation around estate planning. And what I was hoping to do today is to kind of push those two together. So if we could learn, lean once again on your perspective, your historical perspective, and take a look at potentially some clients that you've worked with in the past and how estate planning has impacted their lives. That's really where I'd like to take the conversation today. Just before we we jump into estate planning, there is this conversation about know your client rule versus fiduciary. Can you give us a little color around that?
2: The know-your-client rule was always for uh, traditional brokers to make sure that clients were making unsuitable investments based upon their experience and training and what they were understanding that they were purchasing and what they were investing in, which is a long way from what the fiduciary rule is supposed to be, which is always do what's best for your client, whether whether or not it's in stock picking or everything else that you're advising. And those of us that got into the advisory business, the long-term planning business, really went more in depth with this term, know your client, to make sure that as fiduciaries, we were living up to that high standard.
1: So let's let's kind of take that and, and start talking about estate planning. You know, in the past podcasts, as I mentioned, with Jordan and John, you know, they'd mentioned a few things, uh, wills, trusts, power of attorney, probate. For some listeners, those are all new terms. For others, it's commonplace. But what I'd really love to do, if if you don't mind, and we'll kind of leave names out of this uh for the sake of confidentiality, but if we could maybe talk about a couple of client examples that you can recall where proper estate planning worked for them or was a value add to their life.
2: I'm open to it. And of course, I'm not going to mention names, but yeah, I'd love to do it. And it's really funny. It's really interesting that when you talk about a lot of these terms are new to people with your last podcast, I remember when it was all new to me, when I was a young 24-year-old going out and calling on clients in their homes and starting out with the know your client rule and then learning about all these things that you just mentioned. One one case comes to mind very, very quickly when... I went to see a gentleman in his home, an older gentleman, and very, very quickly as we sat and chatted, the Know Your Client rule for what it was worth ended after 15 minutes. This fellow was a violin maker, and he traveled to Germany to buy wood for the violins that he made, and then he would come back home and do his work, just an old classic uh, artisan making these violins. So we chatted for a while and, and it became very obvious to me that he was a conservative guy and it would be very, very simple with the traditional know your client. However, we were visiting. We were visiting in his home and I think that he enjoyed the company and the chatting more than the, what are we going to put your little bit of money into for the future. And what it turned out when I started talking to him, he has an invalid wife who I never met. She was in the back bedroom and a dog that he loved this was his this was his family and as we were chatting i said well when you go to germany and this was just a friendly chat mind mind you i was new learning and i said when you go to germany what what's the situation with caring for the dog and your wife who who is in this back bedroom and he said it's always been a concern of mine And I'm not sure, you know, we have people look in on them and this and that. And I said to him, this is a problem. This is a problem that I need to research a little bit because, first of all, you're going back and forth to Germany, and it's really not the investment itself that's causing you the most concern from what I'm hearing. You're worried about your wife. I said, the other thing is, what I'm thinking about right now, what's going to happen if you pass away? Have you thought about that? I said, I think we need to do more work. And we had a long conversation at that point. I'm going to make a very long story short and tell you what happened. He had a friend, an attorney friend, and we started talking about a will and a trust to make sure that we had a trustee. And I'll get into that deeper if you want to, David, but he didn't have any other family. We had to make sure we had somebody who would carry out his wishes while he was alive if he wasn't there to make those choices. and if he died, he was worried about his wife and his dog. Well, to make a long story short, his wife predeceased him. And the trust that we put in place took on a whole new meaning for when he became disabled and sick. His wishes were carried out. What was to happen while he was alive with his assets, and what was to happen after he passed away for his charities for the care of his pet. And all of a sudden, I was in this business of digging when I talked to people about, let's see where we are going forward to make sure we've dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and not not just acting as stock pickers.
1: So great example. I I love that. I I think it's, at least in my mind's eye, a really good example of The difference between just scratching the surface with the quote unquote, know your client rule versus being a a fiduciary and really putting the other person's interest ahead of yours, asking the right questions and getting to know them to the degree that you can actually add value for for years ahead.
2: It set my whole it it reset my compass when we sat down to talk. I mean, everything was different from that day on. Meaning, what, what do I have to learn? I mean, I need to know about health and kids and parents and what's expected going forward. And, and I had to dig into what they were really, really worried about to see if perhaps I could add some value.
1: I love that example. Any other example that comes to mind that you think would be interesting to, to listen to?
2: I'll, be, I'll give you one that, you know, it's been going on for 40 years. And still going on. I have a couple who have become friends over the years, of course. Back when I first met this couple, we were all young. They had a couple boys and a house and looking to get a bigger house to raise these kids. But as we were chatting, they were worried about the one son. They thought he had some behavioral problems. They didn't know if if they had an issue blooming in the future or not. Once again, I was at their house. I mean, what a way to to learn about people, is to sit there and and watch his family dynamic. Then the other son that they had was an A student, uh, no problems, um, whatever you needed was done. And they were trying to figure out going forward, not only uh, getting a new house that was big enough, but doing some longer term, like, how do we handle this concern? How do we do this? And it's not just how you're managing the money. But what else do you see here? Well, it turns out, you know, we set up with their attorney just a simple trust at that time and really did some financial planning to make sure that they could buy the house they wanted and made sure, you know, we did a little budgeting. But as the years went by, they were wrong about the boys. First of all, the one that they thought was going to be a problem that they had to watch out for turned out to be just the opposite. He was a star as he grew into business and the other son problems bad marriage bad health and so all those simple things that we were doing with the simple trust everything had to be looked at and going forward there were some health problems health problems with my with my friend and health problems with his wife also the point that i'm trying to make is this trust took in the last 40 years Six changes, six updates. And by being over there and visiting and talking, we're able to make sure that going forward that all their issues between health and kids and, and divorced kids and and these things going forward were always addressed and even making sure that the trustee, the person that was going to carry out these things, was totally in line. This is an ongoing story. I think that this trust will be changed again one or two times as as we go forward as this life story unfolds.
1: I was just reflecting as you're talking back to a couple of weeks ago, uh, John and Jordan introducing this estate planning. And and one of the concepts that they introduce is that if and when you put an estate plan into place, you should really be reviewing it every five to 10 years as life changes. And I I think the story you just mentioned is a really good example of life changes. We don't have it all figured out. What it looks like today, five years from now, can look very different. It's a big deal. It's a
2: big deal because if you have a trust set in place, and let's say your trustee is a bank and not some close relative that you trust to carry out your wishes, there's no wiggle room. And if things change, they're going to look at that old trust and go by the letter of that. You can, of course, set up a trust to where the the trustee has lots of wiggle room. You do whatever you want in these trusts. If somebody, I'll give you an example. Let's say you set up your trust to where you die and you want to make sure your grandkids don't get their money till they're 25 and 30 years old, something like that. But, mm-hmm. and you give that to a bank. That's when it's going to happen. Let's say, on the other hand, you give it to someone who knows you well, who you love, who you trust, and perhaps this grandchild at age 21, rather than that. 25, sees an entrance into a school or a job, uh, and, and that friend says, you know what, we can release funds now, and he can do that. He has wide authority. You can put that in your trust, and you have to know that. Your, your trustee is important or a bank. It's just who you want to give all sorts of wide range to, to act in your behalf. It's an important factor.
1: Yeah, I think it's an important factor to talk about before the trust is written. As, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about positive reasons to have what we call an institution, you you referenced a bank, but really a, an institutional trustee, there's benefits there. But then you've just highlighted some benefits to having somebody that knows the family as well. Know you. So, uh, know yeah, you. Knows, knows you, knows, knows your family dynamics, understands your intent. So pluses and minuses to both sides of that conversation.
2: For me, my wife is I'm the trustee, my wife is successor and after that's my son. I know yeah. my son knows me exactly what I would do and right. that's why I want to hold the reins. I don't want a bank as things change to say, no, this is the way Mr. Stern wanted it done. This is the way it's going to be done.
1: I was curious to talk about kind of the team environment, not just at Synergy, but one of the things we've talked about in the past is working with other advisors. Can you talk a little bit about, as we get into this world of of wills and probate and powers of attorney and trust, how do you historically work with clients, other advisors?
2: It's very, very important that we work with the accountant and the attorney we've got to be a team. And it's not just a team in my office. I'll give you an example. I have a a young man and his wife, and they had a special needs daughter. They got a divorce. The husband retains custody and remarries. Now, there's no way I can advise this man, his new wife, without an attorney who's very, very aware of special needs trusts, making sure this special needs child is taken care of going forward. I'm just not qualified. I am qualified to spot the issue. I am qualified to spot a potential problem. I'm qualified to say, time we met with the other team members. And and I guess my necessary part of it, my value added is he never would have thought of seeing a trust attorney getting a special needs trust, uh, making sure we don't know if he's going to outlive the special needs child or vice versa, what happens with the new wife, what happened to the biological mom. There's issues there. We need the team. Uh, What we didn't want to go get into probate, we don't want the court deciding everything that we have the ability to decide. And that's really what probate is. When you fail to leave a will, when you fail to leave a trust, you're telling the court, we trust you, you take over here. That's probably in most of the people we take care of, not what we want to happen. There are times when things have to get probated. There are times when you need a trustee, but you got to think about this, especially when you're talking about taking care of minor children. Think about that. What happens if you've got a couple babies and, and you're both are killed in an auto accident? God forbid, Who do you want raising these kids and have you left enough money for them to raise those kids? Think about how important that is. You have a good friend and say, well, you raised my two kids, one with a problem. And by the way, I don't have that much money to help you out with. Think about that. That's all part of the, of the thing that I can help with. I want to throw in one thing that has nothing to do with what we're talking about In, in past when we've spoken and now, Everybody's worried about the market. I, I, want, I don't want to leave this thing not tied up with a boat as far as what I want people to know. Right now, everybody's worried about this rollercoaster of a ride the market's going on and worried about their own security. I want to wrap up this one segment with In my 52 years, I've never seen a case where a market has ruined someone's plan. I've never seen a case or a recession or depression has ruined our plans. I have seen a plan ruined. And it happened with a client because of the lack of long-term care. When these folks both needed 24 seven care, years ago, when we mentioned long-term care, they didn't wanna pay the premium and their plan imploded not because of the market, because 24-7 care for years ate up everything, except their house itself. And I know this isn't what really we were chatting about today, but I, I feel like in this time when people are checking these podcasts for advice, that they know I'm not as worried about this market as I am about not having life insurance, not having long term care, as much as we hate paying those premiums, I'll tell you what, if it's necessary, you thank goodness that you had it.
1: And for me, just to kind of rephrase that, what I'm hearing from you beyond just the insurance piece is really the planning piece. Because insurance will get tied in if if it's necessary for the plan. And then the market, we we want to make sure that everybody is is tied to the market or to the proper investments that link to their specific plan, but broad picture, what I hear you saying is be more concerned about making sure you have the proper plan in place, which will lead to the right investments, which will lead to the right insurance and so on and so forth.
2: And the proper trust, the proper will for you and the ongoing maintenance and monitoring of that all lead to success, all lead to success in what we're trying to do.
1: This topic is huge. We're not going to be able to cover it all today, but I love this conversation. And, and just as we're talking here and you're talking about special needs trust for children, you know, I'm thinking about people that are close to me that, that have some elder care issues with parents and grandparents. This is a much broader conversation that we're going to continue down the road. But yeah. as, as far as it goes today, Norton, I really appreciate you joining the conversation. Always love visiting with you. And for, for listeners, I know you've heard this in the past, but if you'd like to get a hold of Norton or anyone else on the, the Synergy team, you can reach out directly at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at synergycapitalsolutions.com, or you can visit us on the internet at www.synergycapitalsolutions.com. Norton, thank you so much. Really appreciate Thanks, your David. time today. For listeners, thank you for joining us today on your financial planet. Please subscribe or share. Once again, I'm your host, David Valliere, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims, and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates.